What's up, everybody? Peter here, everyone's favorite host with the most. Before we get into it, I'd like to remind you that this episode of the SD Geek Podcast is brought to you by MUZMM. They make these stylish, transforming backpacks, perfect for anyone who wants to take their belongings on the go and look sexy while doing it. If you want to save 20% off your next order, you can visit MUZMM.com slash SDGeekPod or use offer code SDGeekPod at checkout. Thank you for the support. Now on to my show. The show. I meant the show. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of the SD Geek Podcast with myself, AJ, and as long, as long, as with me, as always. We're using that one? I'm sure, why not? Okay. I'm learning the English every day. Yep. A little bit every day. Not quite there yet. <laughs> We're... Oh, I've been. I, I, I mean, I've I've been born here. I've been born here, Peter. Yep. This is. Yep. It's all. It's all coming together. It's SD Geek Podcast. That's who, with that's AJ what doing is. the intro. What else can you expect? I I think it's. I, I would like to blame the lack of energy from John mm-hmm. in my stupidity right now, but it's kind of a constant, really. What are you talking about? He's here with us the entire time. It, he he'll always be he, with he's, us. He's he's protesting right now. <laughs> as I was trying to say, my name is AJ. With me, as always, is my co-host Peter. And uh, John is out for the day, our, our other co-host. He's he, our silent protagonist. He's here with us. He's dealing with a gerbil, another one that he got stuck in his ass, actually. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know, John, Number, let us know how you're doing. We'll hold three, down the four while you're dealing with that. Yes. Exactly. If we hear some squeaking, that means uh, he's getting progress. Yes. It might be like, he. It might the, the, the gerbil might be crowning. Maybe he could be our, our third, uh, the gerbil can be our third host he this probably, week. <laughs> <laughs> yep. He might have more content than what John will have. We'll see. But. <laughs> But um, yeah, we talked what movies, gaming, comics, and TV shows as per usual. Yep. This week we went out to go see uh, It Chapter Two, oh, which yeah. um, was interesting. We'll get into that a little later, though. Yes, we shall. Yes. What the hell do you want to talk about first, though? Yeah, we usually talk about some news before we get into things. Is so, that main okay, topic? So, I was, as I was mentioning before we started recording, so before birds, I forgot English. But yeah, again. Okay. Um, <laughs> the Birds of Prey trailer came out officially. Mm-hmm. I saw one that was in English. Didn't make it any better. Still, kind of, it's it's whatever. It's a teaser. It's it, it to me. It just screams like market executive who's like, I know what the people want, and let's give them what they want. They want flashy lights. They want hip hop music. They want Ewan McGregor not being ca- accurate to the character he's playing. There's there's a there's a girl. There's a huntress. There's a other one. Black Canary. That's the, the, There's a one Harley Quinn who gets emancipated, one, apparently. Yes. I, I, I'll say this. In, in defense of this movie, the trailer obviously doesn't do much justice. It was cool to see uh, Ewan McGregor on screen for a second. I actually saw this trailer, like I was telling you earlier, when I went to go see It Chapter 2 right before recording this. And so it was kind of cool. It's a fun little like gag that they would do in the beginning. You think it's about to start, and the movie that is. And then all of a sudden, this trailer comes out of nowhere. I was like, Warner Brothers... DC red balloons what the hell and then it was so I'll give it that way for fanfare sake it was kind of fun but um yeah this trailer did not make me like hype for this movie at no, all not at all it was cool to see you and McGregor like I said it was cool to see Margot Robbie for a second do her classic Harley Quinn voice but otherwise I don't know really what I watched I think originally it was just supposed to be Huntress like it was supposed to be a Birds of Prey movie and then yes. they kind of just wrote Harley Quinn in it. Because, again, a Marvel executive was like, people loved Harley Quinn at Suicide Squad, so let's just put her in everything. Let's just throw her in this movie. Right. For 
fuck's sake. No, I, I agree. It's, it, it, I mean, I, I really hope it's good. I do. And I feel like it's another kind of thing where DC is trying to recover from all the dark things that they had so much remorse over because people hated it. And as of lately, they've actually everyone. been leaning towards... They, they've, been, they've been getting better. Shazam was great. I think Shazam was a great balance of fun, but with a good emotion to it as well. Yeah. Good emotional weight. Wonder Woman's great. Wonder Woman is great, Aquaman. too. Was pretty divided, but I enjoyed it a lot. I thought it was fantastic. It was a fun movie. Mm-hmm. Cool underwater fights. I personally loved the last battle. That was just me and some of the other under undersea battles that were that went on in that film. Yeah, but I could see how divisive it was. I mean, it is kind of like, I, but but I guess out of all the examples we just gave, they are really trying to like lighten the mood with DC, which is cool. But is it? Ex- I mean, kinda are not, they going too far? It's kind of not what I want to see in a DC universe or in any universe. Maybe like if Marvel yeah. came out with the same trailer, I would be saying the same thing about it. You know what I mean? I mean, I, that's kind of what the Guardians movies do. True, Suicide Squad. But they nail very, it with the Guardians movies. Suicide Squad. <laughs> very much felt like it was trying to be DC's Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, like, well, in the first trailer, like we've talked about, like everyone's talked about, like when it first, when the first trailer dropped, everything looked all doom and gloom and all that, and then they were like, wait, 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 let's backpedal, let's make it fun and slapstick and crazy fun, and then the movie came out, and well, you kind of get a movie that didn't know exactly what it was trying to be. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, I feel the same way about a few DC films of late. We should feel, we should review that movie. Uh, oh, a Suicide Squad? Yeah. I'm down. I've only seen it once, and I Same. thoroughly hated it. Yeah, it was... Thoroughly. I just remember being like, it was fun, and then after the movie ended, everyone was down-talking it, and I was like, no, it was kind of fun, right? And then like a week later, I was like, oh yeah, no, it wasn't that great, was it? Sometimes you need to let it <laughs> stew for a bit. Yeah. No progress was made. Nothing happened, and Chan- a couple of people died, but they all ended up back in fucking prison. Nothing happened. <laughs> What was the point of all this? Well, it's out of prison, and now you go right back in. Harley Quinn got broken out in the lamest way possible. Yeah. Joker was in there for a second, if you can consider him the Joker. they were at, He was actually in love with her for some reason. Uh, originally, uh, he was supposed uh, to be... Uh, yeah, I don't know what the hell that was about. Yeah. I think in the original script, he was supposed to be more of an asshole towards her, but because they lost confidence after BVS, they made it an actual love story between the two, which was very uncomfortable to watch. Right. Like, I don't want to make this hate the podcast, like, you know what I mean? But at the same time, just this trailer kind of makes me a little weary as to what we can expect. It deserves to be bad. That movie hasn't come out yet, so maybe we'll see. Yeah, I'm hopefully optimistic, but I'm also cautiously optimistic. I remember when the first Joker trailer came out, everybody was like, this is the greatest movie ever. Marvel's got nothing on this. It's like, the the it's just a trailer. The movie hasn't come out yet. It is just a trailer, but there have been fans. The word still seems to be that's the case. The the word is, and we'll see. I'm very hopeful. I I want it to be good. I really do. It's about a month away. Yeah, like so to the close. day almost. It, it, it's gonna be the longest month ever. I know, right? Holy Just waiting shit. for it. Yeah, but I, I'm I'm hyped though. I mean, I'm I'm glad that it's getting great reviews and all. I don't want that to sway my feelings on it. I mean, yeah. if anything, I'm just happy to know that it's not like bombing with people that have seen it so far. Like, mm. at least I can be happy with that, but also not get too excited either. Like, I don't want my expectations to be overridden, and all of a sudden I'm like. Utterly disappointed by the final product. I don't yeah. think I will be though. I trust Joaquin Phoenix, As but at, do the, I. at the same time, he's only an actor that's given work to do. He's not the one writing it. He's only performing what he's given. Yeah, but typically actors, especially of his caliber, will look through a script and see if it's even worth their time. True. Uh, before they agree to do it. True. 
but I might say the same thing about another movie that we'll talk about later, and I don't know if I feel that maybe... I don't know. We'll get into it okay. later. We'll get into it okay. later. I'll talk about my Sensing feelings. some negativity. A little bit of... Yeah. Yeah, a little negativity, but okay. but also some positives thrown in. But All anyway, right. so yeah, that, that's Birds of Prey. I'm happy. Um, so you put in the notes, though, Bad Boys? What's up with Bad Boys? Oh, Will Smith, Martin Lawrence? No, yep. is, is there a trailer now? Yeah, there's a trailer. I had no idea. You want to watch it? We'll be right back. All right. <laughs> and we're back. What oh. you want? What you want? What you want to do? <laughs> um okay so we talked about it while we were watching the trailer yeah i've never seen never these seen first it. two films yeah mm-hmm. never did i mean i was a I, i'm born of the era just they missed me i missed them mm-hmm. i don't know but i heard the the second one is exceptionally great it is it's really good cool. first one probably doesn't hold up very well sure except for maybe the chemistry between the two is, pro- is still really good i would sh- i'm sure but okay yeah second one's fantastic pretty long I, that's what I've heard. Of. I, I just remember being a little kid in like elementary school. Right when you think it's about high. to wrap up, there's like a whole new thing that happens that kind of kicks off another. We got a return of the king situation. Something like that, I guess. <laughs> kind of, yeah. A second ending, a third ending, a fourth ending. Et well, it's like there's like there's like a climax and then there's another climax. Oh wow! It's kind of like Hobbs and Shaw. Oh, for sure. There was Ooh. like two big epic <laughs> conclusions. I mean, I'm, I'm, I might be down to go back and rewatch these. Um, but yeah, I'm, I, again, I remember hearing the second one was just fine. I, I've heard same thing about the first, and that it was cool for the time. I don't know how well it holds up though. Yeah. But th- this one seems to be fine. This one, the, the trailer seems to be fine. I'm kind of salty. Oh, that it's this is the third movie, and they're calling it Bad's Bad Boys for Life. Ah, uh, yeah, that's uh that kind of bugs me. For a second, I was like, "Did they make a three? And I just didn't re- realize it. Did they make a third one? <laughs> right? But no, I looked into it because I was so convinced that there was no way they would have called it this unless there was a third. But I was wrong. There was no, this is the third, and it's called Bad Boys for Life. Am I mis- granted? It's not with the number four. Yes, at least that. But at just least call that. it Bad Boys Three. If you're not gonna go with the number four, just call it Bad Boys Three. <laughs> yeah. That's all you gotta do. What I mean, well, uh, let me ask you this, because again, I never saw these movies, but to, from my recollection, it's that there was a good amount of of time between one and two. Is oh, that not yeah. correct? I think it was like c- ten years, c- kind of like this in a way. Yeah, this might be even longer than ten years. If I'm maybe maybe fifteen years or so. It's a bit over ten, I think. Whatever. Well, there you go. I'm just saying. <laughs> imagine if they waited to do a Bad Boys for Life, they'd be in their sixties or so by the time they record, they make that movie. Yeah, which just could happen. Bo- just call it Bad Boys Three. That's yeah. all you had to do. I Just agree call it Bad Boys 3. Why even call it Bad Boys for Life if you're not going to use the number four? I, it, it is a typical, probably Will Smith movie title. I'm not, it saying, that it, I'm not saying it would have been good. It's kind of stupid, but yeah. this is stupider. <laughs> if you're going to do this, then why the fuck not just... Oh, God. It's a little frustrating. <laughs> I can only imagine. But um, as someone who, like yourself who's grown up with these films, are you hyped for it? What are your feelings? Besides the uh, lack of real good energy from the name. I gotta look up who's directing it okay because i think jerry brockheimer no was it jerry brockheimer or michael bay i always thought it was michael bay i think it was michael bay who at least did the second michael bay okay that makes sense not sure about the first one which is probably why it was good i mean michael bay does have good movies under his belt he does yeah for sure, he has for a lot sure. of good movies, actually. I do Not agree. the Transformers movies. <laughs> They're horrible. They're a CGI fun fest. I'll give them that. But other than that, yeah, the story-wise. He's a big fan of, like, like worm's-eye-view panning shots. He does that a lot in his movies. True. 
So I agree. If there, there's a movie with that, a long, drawn-out, worm's-eye-view panning shot, then <laughs> it's pro- there's a pretty good chance it was Michael Bay. I'll, I'll give the man this. He knows how to make action scenes. He definitely knows that. Yeah. Does he know how to make a story connect between those? I can't say that's always the case. Yeah. I thought The Island was cool. That's probably my favorite Michael Bay movie. I never saw that one. Ewan McGregor's Maybe. great. and going, it, all, it always goes back to Ewan McGregor. I already, I'll say that yeah. much. <laughs> Isn't that a remake of another movie? Wasn't that an old movie that they remade? I want to say you're correct in that. I don't remember, but I, I do believe you are right. Yes, it's something vaguely familiar. Am I thinking of familiar. Logan's Run? Logan's Run is definitely... A, that. That's a thing also. But I want to say that The Island is also a remake. I, again, okay. I, I may be incorrect in that, but I, I want to say that sounds familiar. I know Logan's Run's kind of similar. I might be thinking... It doesn't matter. Why am I, why am I bringing this when up? When did they make Logan, remake that, Logan's Run? I don't think they ever remade it. I want to say that they that there was talks about something like that happening. Probably. There's talks about remaking everything. That's true. That's true. But when it actually hit, has a trailer, then we'll talk about yeah. it, I guess. Until then, speculation, speculation. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, something that isn't quite speculation, something that's actually come to fruition. Yes. Banjo and Kazooie are finally in Smash Brothers. Yes. We got to talk about some gaming yes, news right do. now. Gaming news. Gaming news. Banjo's in Smash. We're talking... N64 goodness Y'all brought to a Nintendo console once again after years. Yes. And then even in the Nintendo Direct, uh, Sakurai was like shooting some love towards Microsoft. He, did. he was like, oh, I love that. Go buy, it. I know they're technically our competitor, but go buy Banjo on Xbox. It's I, on there. It's cool. I totally respected that. He was like, yeah, and he's also in Nuts and Bolts. And yeah, maybe they are competitors, like you said. But I mean, if he was really yeah. a great guy, he would say skip Nuts and Bolts. <laughs> no, I've heard that's fun, actually. I heard the building aspect it's is a fun. It's a fun game, but it didn't need to be a Banjo game. It's a oh, shitty sure. follow up to Banjo Tooie. I see, I see. Kind of just shoehorned in there. Yeah. I see. Fair enough. Well, aside from Banjo Kazooie, which I, you know, I played about, I, I went in training mode for like 15, 20 minutes, and it was a lot of fun playing with sucks. him. I don't like him. He, I mean, he's not the biggest combo king. I'll give and him that's that. That's one of the reasons I don't like him. But I mean, his side B is pretty cool. It's very easily punishable, and it's you, you can, can grab read it. it like a mile away. You can grab it, but I mean, if you can combo into it, that's something. You, I, I've seen people combo into it a at couple, least. Yeah, but his combos are super short, like, yeah. and they're very situational. Like he's a very setup heavy character sure i do like his grenade bombs though or kazooie's grenades they are that seems like a fun little defensive tool maybe edge guard a little bit with it for those of you who know what we're talking about as far as smash bros gameplay goes i'm not the deepest most high level player of smash by far and away but i at least know i (laughs) understand shut up (laughs) but i understand some aspects of the game at least a little bit and I like I like her bombs a Johnny lot. Johnny is here, as we all know. He's a pro. That's why he's so quiet right now. Exactly. He doesn't he, want to brag. Yeah, yep. He's being humble mm-hmm. as always, for sure. How's the dribble coming, John? Sounds good, John. Okay, cool. Good luck. Yep. Let <laughs> gotcha. us know if you need help. <laughs> well, aside from Banjo-Kazooie, who is now officially out on Switch for Smash Brothers Ultimate, um, Terry Bogard from Fatal Fury and the KOF franchise oh, is yeah. announced to come out in November. Faces the Fury. I think that's cool. I'm ready. I don't care. I I think he's cool. It's another 2D fighter that they're bringing to Switch to Smash. I mean, essentially. it's cool. I was never a fan he's of a hype the, character. The KOF. Oh really? Okay. I mean, I appreciate it for what it is, mm-hmm. but it's just a franchise I've never really been into. Gotcha. Uh, I mean, but it's cool for those that like SNK and all that. It. I find it hilarious that Nintendo is making a cap like a sort of Capcom versus SNK. There's a Capcom versus SNK in their product before Capcom ever remade or made a new Capcom Made a versus, sequel. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I agree. It's cool, but I mean, if anyone can do it right now, Nintendo can do anything at this point. Yeah. Like any video game character you want in Smash Brothers 
has a high chance of making it. I mean, if they added Banjo, which is officially, like we said earlier, a Microsoft title, even though I don't really want Master Chief in that game right now, it's 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 a possibility at this point. You know what I mean? I don't know, because... Well, Microsoft... Okay. So, Banjo-Kazooie is a... Is a uh, product of Rare. Yes. Which is owned by Microsoft. Yes. So... I don't know if they would have two Microsoft characters as DLC. Exactly. I, I think I was just making the example of that. Like, any video game character you would want in there has a potential to be in Sora. there now, nowadays. Sora is now a thing. It could, could be, a, be thing. a thing. I mean, we have Cloud from the Final Fantasy universe, which is a Sony product, even though we've had Kingdom Hearts games on Nintendo products before. Well, Microsoft, I mean, Final Fantasy hasn't been a Sony product for a while. True, true. I, I, I would just say that... At least once upon a time, Final Fantasy games were known to be more so on Sony consoles than anything else. Even though, I mean, there are, there have always been Nintendo exclusives. Uh, Crystal Chronicles, just for one of them. Chain of Memories yep. used to be exclusive to only Nintendo until it got the remake on PS2. Yeah. And PS3, 4, etc. But yeah, yeah, I mean, now... The floodgates are open. I, I and on top of that, besides Terry Bogard from King of Fighters be, and Fatal Fury being in the game, we have season two announced, which I'm really hyped. That for. probably got me more excited than Terry Bogard. That's fair. To begin with, because okay, we got one more character in this season, which, which is unannounced. Which, which still. is unannounced, and mm-hmm. then we, there's a whole new season of characters. So what the fuck? Seriously, what the fuck is going to happen next? Seriously, who the fuck knows? I'm excited. I might be in Smash, everybody. <laughs> P. Holy Fresh crap. from SD Geek Podcast <laughs> may be your new fighter in Smash. We'll find out. P. Fresh stumbles into battle. I was going to wonder what your verb was going to be, <laughs> what your adverb was. Thank yep. you. <laughs> Very good. P. Fresh checks everyone's booty. Yes, in the Smash. Yep. Nice. I like that. But uh, either way, I'm really excited. Who knows? I mean, I got to ask you this. If there were like a top two, who would you want? Uh, ideal i mean it doesn't i mean band- I, I guess you could mm. think of it as like a way of like who would fit within the game but i have a feeling they're, they're able to make anyone at this fit. point a lot of the characters that i've been asking for since the original smash bros have made it in I little see. mac uh a belmont i have two belmonts you have both belmonts yeah. in this. that's insane alucard would have been cool but he's an assist trophy i doubt that Right, Th- that's uh, the thing about assist took trophies. So long to get the Belmonts, I don't think they're going to add another Castlevania character. True. You have the Me Fighters, which also take away the potential of, of the, like characters like Zero from the Mega Man series, for yeah. example, not I, showing up. I wouldn't want him anyway. Oh, Fucking, really? No. Okay, Fucking fair enough. They could lightning loops all over again somehow. <laughs> fuck that shit. <laughs> They'd find a way to make it yeah. work. Yeah. No, fuck that. <laughs> Okay, so off the top, I think Sora is probably number one. I think I that would definitely, be cool. Yeah, that's my number one, too. Master Chief was pretty cool, too. Just However unlikely, I think Master Chief would be fun. I think it would be... It, I don't think it's going to happen. We're, we're talking, like, anything goes Whatever. wish list. Whatever. Anything goes wish list? Anything goes. Scorpion. That would be sick. I think Scorpion Mortal Kombat. Scorpion from Mortal Kombat? They have Capcom versus SNK. We can have a Mortal Kombat versus... Street Fighter that's never been done before. I mean, I could see Scorpion, even though obviously he's from a very violent, violent, hyper violent fighting game series. At the same time, I mean, I don't know. They were able to get freaking SNK characters of old, and now freaking Mortal Kombat 11 is on Nintendo Switch. It makes sense. It makes sense. If he's not the final character for this current season, I could see him being a possibility in the next. Right. I don't see why. If not Scorpion, Sub-Zero will probably be the character, you know? Yeah. I, I don't see why an why an MK character wouldn't be in there. Just don't add blood to the game. It's as simple as that. 
I don't think though. I don't think it is though. They, they, well, because in order to stay, because they've done an amazing job with staying true to all these guest characters. True. And in order to stay true to a Mortal Kombat character, you'd probably have to be a bit more on the the edgy side, a little more brutal. Yeah. I mean, I, I still Ripping think he'll have his chain and, and bring him over to you, and that that'll be like his cool long reaching grab. People in the chest, fucking the throwing a spear in a person's chest. A lot of chest things with blades. True. 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 Like, like I don't. I just don't see it happening. That's is again. Is <laughs> anything goes wish list? That's yeah. number one, but I don't. It, it's not in the cards. Final Smash rip out Mario by his spine. I guess Ka- I don't know. one of the characters and rips out their heart. Yeah, who, yeah, who knows for sure. I didn't know Kirby had a heart, but apparently he ripped it out of his mouth. Yeah, I don't think he has a soul. That's yeah. why he's always trying to steal other people's. It's <laughs> a good point. Actually, yeah. I never thought about that. It's pretty deep. Wow, Kirby, you're dark. <laughs> Have <laughs> no. you ever seen that web series uh, Sonic for Hire? No, on Machinima. Mm-mm. It's pretty funny. There's like a few episodes that where Kirby's in it, and they they make it so that he's a psychopath. <laughs> he's kind of like insane, and he's just a murderer. It's pretty. It's pretty funny. I could see that happening. Maybe I'll show you a couple. He look, seems look so innocent and sweet. If you, if you guys haven't, I, yeah, d- totally. It's pretty funny. Let us several know. years old at this point, but it, it's fun. <laughs> well, okay, so. I, I can agree with you. Sora is my number one. I feel like he would fit the universe of Smash easier than anyone else. Especially, I mean, out of all the characters that people are asking for, I don't know if I could name a second just because there's so many video game characters out there, obviously. But um, I don't know. Uh, just Sora is the one I, I know I want for sure, without a doubt. Do you remember which who they announced first for Super Smash Brothers Brawl? Because Brawl was the first time they had... Was it not Sonic? Guess, I can't remember if it was Sonic or if it was Snake. I want to. I say, remember them having Sonic was kind of. It wasn't too out of left field because at that but point it was they had already. Hype. I remember being excited about it. At, at that point, they had already acquired Sega, so it wasn't too out of left field. But of then having Snake was just like what? Right, and it's a real. It's a well, quote unquote, like realistic looking character, like a photorealistic character in a in a having goofy him stand game next like to Smash. Captain Falcon is so bizarre, right? Because just the proportions are so. You realize how cartoony Captain Falcon looks, right? Exactly. So, um, but I mean, I. Th- th- that's why I'm saying at first my thought was like if with a character like Master Chief it's like oh no he's too hyper real but then you have S- Snake in there who is kind of close to that I guess and it kind of made his moveset a- true to his character but also kind of cartoony yes exactly so it still fits within Smash like I feel yeah. like they have the Sakurai has the potential to make anything like that happen I think Master Chief if if anything if any if if another hyper realistic character as hype as realistic as i guess master chief can be right um it, he would probably be the number one another thing though i mean it seems as though nintendo and capcom are like this now like super tight i wouldn't be surprised if dante ended up in there also i would be hype that's not I, I would prefer virgil that but would, i think dante could definitely happen in season two that would be pretty cool they i would are, be they down. are just straight up doing fan favorites at this point yeah and there are capcom's uh publishing sales on nintendo switch eShop all the time like mm-hmm. they're promoting Cap- capcom fairly often with resident evil games maybe it'll be a resident evil character maybe leon s kennedy will be in there who knows that'd be pretty cool actually i would be I down maybe he'd be down maybe his final smash is like the chainsaw guy and he cuts i don't know that'd be kind of violent but it's it's it happens Maybe it's Nemesis. He gives you a hug. That would be cool. Yeah. Give you a hug. Yeah. I guess he doesn't really. I guess he doesn't appear in a game with Nemesis. Oh, that's a fair point. Yeah. Either uh, who is who is the protagonist in three? I don't remember. Claire. I forget. It's Jill. Jill. Thank you, Jill Valentine. Yeah. Thank you. Totally forgot about that. He's in two, and then there's what's that guy's name? 
Mr. Is it Mr. X? The dude that Mr. X is in what, the first one? No, two. Oh, oh, yeah, two? oh Resident Evil 2. I'm yeah. sorry. Pardon me. Pardon me. So the, Mr. X is Before his Nemesis smash. was a thing, there was Mr. X. Yes. Yeah. Gotcha. The pre-Nemesis. Gotcha. Yes, yes, yes. You are right. Mm. I still need to play the remake of 2, by the way. Yeah, so do I. I think oh. I have it. I never. I haven't touched it It yet. looks so gorgeous. It does. God damn. My All plan right. was to beat Kingdom Hearts 3 first, which uh-huh. I did. And then I tried to collect everything as I do because I'm one of those guys. I'm a collector. I did that in two and I loved it. And then I just one. realized how little fun I was having doing all that. And I was like, I'm, I think I'm going to stop. Time to move on. Yeah. That's all right. It's too bad. I mean, hey, DLC is coming up for Kingdom Hearts 3 eventually. Maybe I that'll be worth revisiting. Out. Did it? Oh, okay, there you go. Not I don't that know. I, care. I don't care anymore. That, it makes me so sad because I feel the same way about that story it. story was so weird. We never talked about this, did we? Never finished took, it. Yeah, how Still you never did. Son of a bitch. I thought about it the you other day. you serious. I'm, I, I just, I, honestly, I had a great time with, with all the time I've played with of Kingdom Hearts 3. But every time I would talk about it with anyone, they'd have some negative to say so i'm like you know what i don't i don't think i want to play through the rest of the game anymore even though i personally was having fun part of me is like is it worth playing through i guess not maybe. how far did you get i beat monsters inc area i beat the toy story area i don't remember i think that's the, i don't know i think you're towards the end no wait though i think the last two are big hero six and pirates i don't think I those got the worlds are actually yet. fun Okay. Those two worlds are actually pretty cool. I mean, I, like I said, those are the only ones that I think are cool. The rest of them kind of kind of boring. Well, at least they save the, that for the better ha- latter half of the game. I guess. Yeah. Maybe. I guess that might be worth revisiting. All right, maybe I will and go cool back. Moments we'll see. that happen. I had fun with it. I'll be. You're gonna be super lost if you haven't played the other games, just like I was. That was my issue as well. I've played multiple Kingdom Hearts games, but not all of them, which is apparently to my detriment and every other fan's. I was detriment. talking to Glenn, who's a uber Kingdom Hearts fan. He played through all of them right before three came out. Yeah. Right? Mostly? And even he was lost. Wow. Nothing makes sense in this fr- in that franchise. Wow. That's too bad. And he grinded through all of them, so it should all be fresh in his head at yeah. that point. Or it should have been. It made been. more sense to him, but there's still, sure. like, it makes no sense. <laughs> well, have you ever tried to sit through, like, a YouTube video where, it, like, Kingdom Hearts Story Explained? I have multiple, and it just loses me even more. Right. Like, what the fuck is he's talking about what is going on when did this happen where are they getting this information we, we've talked about it before and i'm sure we'll say it again it's just too many key terms which mean something similar but also mean something totally different the light the heart the light my heart your heart his heart her heart i also the think light, there is a darkness. lot of talk of hearts that does get confusing yeah it's just <laughs> it dumb. does get confusing I, I love kingdom hearts one and two chain of memories was amazing in my mind but it's unfortunate that you know, this went down the way it did. I don't think one's very good in hindsight. I could see why. Well, I will definitely say the combat system is nowhere near as good yeah. as, as he, a two evolved wise, it to be. There's a lot of shit they just don't ex- acknowledge or explain. A lot of <laughs> questions get raised that they don't even pay attention to. <laughs> they just gloss over it. The second one at least tries to answer some questions. Yeah. Yeah. And the combat system is After the three-hour tutorial yeah. in the beginning. <laughs> but, it, but yeah, the first one doesn't even give it, doesn't even try. Agreed. Agreed. Well, that said, I want Sora and Smash. <laughs> I'll yeah. take it. I'll mm-hmm. take it. Riku and Smash would be amazing also. I'm down. Yeah. Anyway, next up. So, again, this Nintendo Direct, which came out of nowhere, was announced like a day before it happened or so. What if Scrooge McDuck was in? That'd be cool. That would, would be tight. They do have that DuckTales remastered game that came out like a few years ago. Yeah. Woo-hoo. I'd be down. They have that moon theme from that one cool... Did you ever play uh, the DuckTales game on Nintendo? No, no. no. That was like originally a Super ones. Nintendo game, right? Something like that? Mm-hmm. It was... Or, 
NES or Super Nintendo? Something it like that. It was NES. Okay. Oh wow. There, there was one for SNES, but yeah, the one oh, okay. that I'm that I'm talking about, the, the one of the greats was for Nintendo. Never did. Never did. I've heard the remasters very good though. I think I played it for a bit. I didn't. Nah, it was okay. Oh, fair enough. Well, something else I want to talk about that I'm personally kind of hyped for is uh, Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition was announced near the end of the direct, which I think is cool because it hasn't been a, a well. Let's see, originally it launched on the Wii, which was cool because you know it got a lot of critical acclaim from that. But then, I mean, after that was like near the end of the Wii's life life cycle, I might say. Okay. And then they announced they released it once more on the new 3DS, which I imagine sold all right. But the only way you could play it was on the quote-unquote new 3DS. You couldn't play out on older 3DS hardware because it apparently wasn't powerful enough to run it. Okay. Which is cool, but now they're doing a whole new remaster on the Switch. I'm personally pretty hyped. Hmm. I'm, I'm down for it. It's a JRPG series that I'm a, a pretty big fan of. I'm happy about it. Are you familiar at all? Nope. Uh, Shulk from Smash. I know that. Oh, okay. I know he's from there, but that's that's the only exposure I have to that franchise. The at extent all. of it. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. I, I might recommend Xenoblade Chronicles too. Then it's a fun JRPG adventure with some cool, lovable characters. Long. It's long if you want it to be. You could grind through the story, but even still, it's a pretty expansive world. I think the last JRPG <clears throat> I've played. And I'm curious if you've played it because I thought it was great. Was, Besides uh, Kingdom Hearts three. I, that I don't. That's not a JRPG. Fair enough. Um, was Lost Odyssey on the no, 360. No, I remember that game, That though. game is really good. I remember that game. Oh, mm. my God. I totally forgot about that one. Um, It was like one of the only, like the, one of the big JRPGs that came out for 360. Because that, that generation was known for not having many. Yeah, yeah, Blue Dragon was another early 360 title, if I'm mm. not mistaken. And Lost Odyssey, I want to say, was within the first year or two or, or I so. I want to say you are correct. I remember that, though. It was actually touted as being quite an adventure and really kind of long if you wanted it to be it was pretty long there's a lot of side stuff to do i think the main plot you could probably breeze through in a in a few days i see it on Uh, sale every once in a while on xbox live arcade i haven't purchased it but it seems cool like like jrpgs i would recommend it it definitely captured me it was it was pretty damn good i'm down there's like this uh i guess it's not much of a spoiler the setup is that then you play as this main character the I, I don't remember what his name is, but then like he, you find out that he's immortal. Like he's just straight up immortal. <laughs> they kind of ignore story wise. He's immortal, but they kind of ignore it in the combat. You can die. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. But so it's just, and then throughout the game, you pick up uh, like memories that of of him and his past because he doesn't remember anything. So like you, and then you read stories of uh, adventures he's been on, and some of them are really cool. Some of them are really sad and depressing. I think one talks about like some kid that was like ill or some shit, or one time he got captured and like he was imprisoned, and then some other dudes like you had to watch them die. Like Jesus, but it's like it's really deep. Like it's 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 just great. But that's what I appreciate about JRPGs is that sometimes they can really hit those emotional levels. Like they just do a great job of that. And again, they they provide at times really great backstory. Yeah. If the writing's right. Mhm. So I I'm totally down. Do you remember who the publisher was for that? I, I don't Square think Enix, it's, is I it think. Square Enix? Yeah. Okay, I could not remember, but I do remember the the box art comes to mind whenever I think of that game. It's like the white lettering with black outline for Lost Odyssey if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. I think the lead character has like longish hair maybe yes, long blue hair mm-hmm. slightly tan skin 
I forget yes, exactly. You are correct. Okay, I remember I don't something think it was like blue that. Hair. Okay, I'm sorry. I think it was brown, but you Part might be me. right. I don't remember. Ah, I don't remember either. Voice acting school. No, the Nobuo Uematsu, the guy who does the yeah. vo- the music for the Final Fantasy franchise. Mm-hmm. Uh, he does the music there as oh, well. Oh, so it must be Square Enix then. Yeah, that's tight. Okay, then I I can at least get it the get music, behind it for yeah, that. The music is also great. So. Totally Perfect. down. If you like JRPGs, go back and play that one. It's fantastic. There you go. While, while we're talking about the J, um, one thing I really wanted to talk about, just real quick. I mean, again, I, I know you're not the hugest anime guy, but I know you've watched your fair share of anime, of though. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so um, this is one that John and I are actually kind of fans of. John, Gerbil, hope you're doing all right over there. Keep it going, pal. He's elbow deep. He's really getting in there. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, um, there's this one studio. It's like known for pretty hype modern anime, uh, Studio Trigger. They've made modern anime such as like Kill a Kill, for example. Um, their first huge one, at least in my opinion. Um, it, they weren't called Studio Trigger yet at this point, I don't believe, but it's one called Tengen Topa Gurenlagen, or for short, Gurenlagen. They're known for that, Little Witch Academia. But they're also known for making pretty hype opening cinematics for like video game cutscenes, stuff like um project cross zone which was like an snk capcom um crazy like fusion of a game it was like all over the place for 3ds really do you remember this no oh it has like like virtual fighter characters street fighter characters like dante's in there it's a crazy fusion what? of like hype anime fighting game characters and like action action game characters all in one video game it's really crazy it's a jrpg and it's like it's so japanese they didn't even make it like they didn't do voiceover in english at all for these there were two of them what did this come out on project cross zone it came out on the 3ds but one and two because there's another game that kind of comes to mind that was only only had a japan release this was for the ps2 era was they had a namco x capcom it was like a jrpg and they had a lot of it was all. I don't think there were any 3D renderings. I think it was all 2D. But okay. yeah, that's kind of what it reminds me of. I said, it might be like a spiritual successor of that. Yeah. But yeah, no, it, it did come out in America. Both titles did. It's just that they didn't do any voiceover dubs in English. It was just straight up Japanese crazy action. It was pretty hype. Hmm. But anyway, like they did the opening cutscene for that. They did stuff for like Fire Emblem Fates, which is a 3DS title. Uh, the show Steven Universe. There's um, this one fighting game called uh, Skullgirls that I love a lot. Um, they have a new game out coming out called Indivisible. They did the opening cinematic for that. Also, um, Shantae, the uh, genie. Um, have you ever heard of that? It's like a kind of a modern 2D crazy action game. It's pretty fun. It's pretty fun. The graphics are really cool. I didn't realize it until the until Evo mm-hmm. that I'm not as into gaming as I used to be. Oh, okay. There's a lot of things... It's mostly just Destiny. <laughs> That's okay. Destiny is all I really play. You have your game. There's nothing yeah. wrong with that. I respect that. A lot of people have Overwatch or Fortnite, so it's not a big deal. Yeah. I, I like to say you are definitely not a basic gaming bitch, so I'll give you that. Damn right I'm not. Exactly. So, hey. But um, just anyway, don't have my ear to the ground like I used to. That's all good. But uh, for, So the reason I bring this up is because this company, Studio Trigger, they're having their first full-length film, which is called... I believe it's pronounced Promare. Anyway, I'm just... I'm a really big fan of Gurren Lagann. I'm a really big fan of Kill a Kill. I want to get into some of their other anime that the studios cr- cr- uh, created. And it comes out in America September 17th and 19th, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I'm pretty hyped for it. That's all. I just had to bring that up real quick and shout it out. Have you seen Promare. an anime called Demon Slayer? I've heard of it, but never seen it. Uh, a friend of mine was talking to me about it, and it sounds really cool. And the, he showed, he sent me a couple of clips, which I'll show you after after sure. the pod. Please, and they look 
they're fucking insane. They're f- the animation is incredible. Nice. And so it gets me. I'm probably gonna watch that eventually. Good. Add that to my list. I say that's every about everything. I know, right? But, I know. Which I will eventually. If it's 30 years, it's still eventually. <laughs> I'm not. I think we're all the same way in that I have this huge anime backlog that I need to go back and watch. Mm-hmm. But if I may. I, did you ever watch Kill a Kill? I feel like you would. No, it, it, that one's been on my list. I brought oh, okay. it up a few times because of that. Oh, okay, I that makes sense. Haven't gotten around to it. Gotcha. I, I but I, I honestly, sincerely believe you would appreciate the two anime I mentioned, which would be Kill a Kill, but also Gurren Lagann. They are like, again, they're like modern anime classics of our. John's day. been trying me to get get me to watch. Been trying to get me to watch Gurren Lagann since it came out. It's worth it, man. It's worth it. I got him into it, and now I'm glad he wants to get you into it because it's hype. It's hype. Yeah. I would recommend it. It, it might be a fun, like, bonus episode to do one day, but we might need to do two, because it's, like, 20-some episodes long, 30 episodes long. So, I mean, just maybe, like, an arc one, arc two kind of thing. I also thing. really want to get into One Piece. Oh, I, I, I've been wanting to get into that for, like, but ten years. But there's, like, a thousand episodes. Yeah. So, I don't have... I, it, Thousands see, of chapters. See how long it's taking me to get through all these other shorter shows it's gonna take me an eternity to catch up on all that i i understand completely i know it's a it's a thing i want to get into as well one piece i would really like to try because i I mean i'll admit when we were younger the art style didn't grab me but for some reason now it just all of a sudden i just really want to get into it realize it it was as popular as it was until like years after it came out it's gigantic and it's ongoing to this day Mm -hmm. it's not ending but i've talked with fans that are religiously watching it and reading it and they said that they feel like there is maybe one or two more arcs before the ending so we'll see i mean it's one of those animes that's outlived a lot of others so i mean it's outlived naruto for example yeah so i mean started before and is outliving it right it's ridiculous so i mean we'll see we'll see um i don't know how true this is because i heard this from glenn told me this and this was a while ago now maybe a year or two Mm -hmm. um but he said that the the anime is still is like halfway caught up to the manga Wow. And the manga is only half, according to the writer, is only halfway from being complete. That's it? Yeah. Oh, my God. Again, don't know how true that is. How's the author going to live that long? knows a fella who says it's true. Right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's how usual, usual stories go. It's all mm-hmm. right. But goddamn. Well, if you're maybe more versed in the whole One Piece timeline, let us know. You can reach out to us on Instagram and Twitter at SDGeekPod on both of those. Spoil all you want because I'm not going to remember shit by the time I actually watch them. Yeah, yeah. Send us all the spoilers. Go ahead. Who gives a shit? If you have any questions or topics you want us to bring up in future episodes, again, hit us up at SDGeekPod. You can also email us with SDGeekPod at gmail.com if you so choose. Feel free. Um, You ready to get into the main topic? Yeah, where are we at right now? It's We're at 37. Time. Only? Okay. Yeah, okay. Well, fuck it, why not? Yeah, let's do it. Alright, so yeah, as we talked about earlier, we went out to go see It Chapter 2. Um, starring Bill Hader and quite a few others. Bryce Dallas Howard's in there also. Not Bryce Dallas Howard. It, who is it? I had to keep correcting my... That's what I thought at first, who too. Is Remember? It? It's Jessica Chastain. Jessica Chastain? The, oh, I totally thought it was the, Bryce Dallas Howard. I even brought it up the first, when the trailer came out. I'm I said racist. it's the girl who I always think is uh, Bryce Dallas Howard. <laughs> Yet again. Oh, another, I, know, another, I know what you're talking about now. Another segment you're absolutely of right. AJ, you racist. Yeah, yeah. If you're not AJ, I don't know who you are, essentially, <laughs> or what you are, for that matter. You're absolutely right. That's not Bryce Dallas Howard I've corrected at it all. I've been, I called myself out. Lady Chastain, I'm so yes. sorry. I'm sure you're listening, but I feel like a piece of shit, though, at the same time. a lot like Bryce Dallas. Every time I see In one of them, I always have to 
really concentrate to figure out which one it is. They're both pretty great in movies. Both super pretty redheads, I guess. Yeah. Are, is uh, is I imagine Bryce Dallas Howard is naturally a redhead. I don't, I don't know if Jessica Chastain is. I don't know. I, I can't pinpoint her. I always see her. I, I don't know. I always picture her as a redhead. Yeah, I, I think she is as well. I mean, hence the stereotype we're giving her. Think, <laughs> okay. So non-spoilers first, then yeah. spoilers. So general as thoughts. As per usual. And then, yeah, that's how we usually do it. Sure. I don't think Jessica Chastain does much in this movie. I fi- but you know what? I-, I think she's a strong actor, but yeah, there's not much going on with her other than she's... Uh, sh- I don't think the character means to do this, because you get inklings of it in chapter one, and in chapter two you get more of this. It's like, there's two guys who I'm sure she at least uh, understands to a degree love her, and yet she kind of plays with both of them. I don't think she's trying to, but I also don't know if she's trying to. You know what I mean? I don't get that vibe at all. No? Even from the first one. She's just, she sees a, a kid who's uh, alone and kind of sad, so she's trying to, and she's also kind of an outcast, so she's just trying to be friendly. I guess so, but, and so she's unbeknownst to her, he's in love with her the entire yeah, time? Yeah, I don't think okay. she knows. So mainly she she goes, is let me let me see this, and if you might agree, would you say that, that being said, um... She, I guess, naturally goes towards who she is kind of attracted to, which is the, in this movie, James McAvoy character. I guess. Because she is attracted to him, obviously. And in the first one, she kind of is, too. I, But I think she... I haven't seen the first movie since it came out. So it's I been a while remember. for me, too. It's been a year, um, at least. But I don't think she was, like... I don't think she was into him from the start. I think she was kind of just into him because he was he kind of became their de facto leader. Sure, okay. And that's what kind of attracted her to him... I guess so. It just kind of it just kind of felt like a weird thing. Book, I guess. Spoiler for the book, if sure. you give a shit, or and the and I want to say the original too. I, think, I give no shits, please. I think uh, I think they do end up together. Oh, in, really? Yeah, originally, quite different. Or is it? Mm, we'll find we'll out. See. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> but um, anyway, I mean, I will say this: what I I I have to say this. I don't know if I want to say it so early, but I will. I enjoyed chapter one a lot more. A uh, lot more. I did too. A lot 100%. more. 100%. Not a lot of Pennywise in the sequel. No. There's not the, a lot of them. But, well, I mean, you get like Pennywise antics going on throughout the film, which is, I think, the weakest point of the film, in my opinion. And they also kind of feel shoehorned in. They're just kind of like stuff he's doing that doesn't really have anything to do with the plot. I, I honestly feel like the movie could have been like 20, 30 minutes shorter. But the thing is, I mean, I get what they were doing because, I mean, no, nah, I don't want to spoil anything yet. What's that? almost three hours it felt like it i'll no, say it, that yeah it, it for me too again i i hate to be negativity the podcast i don't want to do that but this is just one movie i did Criticisms not enjoy as much criticisms. as i wanted to yeah i mean there was negative. there was fun there were fun things about it i think some of the cinematography was great i think a lot of the actors in this film are awesome i just don't think they were given the best things to do in this film that's all i mean i, I don't know I, I talked about it earlier we talked about it earlier I don't know if this movie 100% knew what it was trying to be because there was some offhanded, like, random comedy thrown in, which is great. I think Bill Hader stole every scene he was in for the most part. I thought the comedy was great. This movie is a lot funnier than it is scary. Yeah. It's more like a comedy. But, and, but even still, like, when there is comedy, it's great. But it's like, I never knew if it was supposed to be funny the entire time. I don't know. It was just kind of weird. It was pretty weird. It, like, um, okay. it was all over the place so for overall, me. So, overall, I enjoyed it. Okay, I'm glad you did. But... Yeah, it's far from perfect, and the first one is is better by a long shot. Yes, by far and away, mm-hmm. I have to agree with you. Um, 
I can honestly say I will. I am happy to see the first one again sometime. I don't think I ever need to see this movie again, other than maybe to compare it. I'd watch to, it again. I'm 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 glad you enjoyed it as probably much as for you the did. Comedy. I'd I probably mean, skip past some parts. There's some moments that just are just like, why is this here? What are we doing? Right. What's the point of this? I kind of want to look over some of the CGI scenes in this film again, or some of the CGI characters, yeah. and just to go back and like watch it and see how bad the CGI is once again. Because I just have to say, I did not agree with a lot of it. A lot of it. The only, the only, and I don't know if this is confirmed. I want to say it has been, but I do believe the uh, kid actors in the film that mm-hmm. were in chapter one and, and they bring them back in chapter two, which is great. Um, I, I heard that they actually de-aged them to make sure that they look as young as they did in the first one. Because if you think about it, I mean, Finn Wolfhard, he looks older from, from season one of Stranger Things season two, and even more so from two to three. So I could see why they felt the need to de-age the kids, but it was kind of weird to think that they would de-age children. It's kind of weird. You know, that makes perfect sense because there were some shots in this movie where I, th- I I could tell there was something weird going on with the kids' faces. Sure. And for a moment, I thought it was because they tried to make them look more like their adult counterparts. Yes. Okay, I could see that. But it, it, now it makes more sense that it was just to try to keep them looking the same yes i mean it's been what a few years since the first chapter uh first chapter or so two years i think it's been one maybe two okay something like that one all right well i I, either way i mean yeah i i I will say this again the kids were great in this film i thought they were i thought they were even better in the first one because they had more to do and i was really concerned with how great is the adult cast going to hold up compared to what the kids were able to do in the first one and i thought for the most part the adults are pretty great in this film yeah, too i think they're all pretty good they're all James strong McAvoy actors wasn't british after all in the trailer he sounded british i thought he was doing a british accent <laughs> or maybe it's just because i'm so used to seeing him as professor x or just as himself for that matter yeah. as a person yeah uh-huh. Um, but I, I love James McAvoy in this film. I forgot he was in it until mm-hmm. I watched the movie. I, I haven't really seen many trailers for this film. And then when I saw it, I was like, oh, that's right. He's in this film. And he was fun in this one, too. Um, but I, I think every once in a while when he does start to yell really loudly, his British accent does come out a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. It, just, just slightly. Like well, it's, It doesn't take me out of I it. I don't think his British accent comes out per se, but I do <laughs> think he, his American accent accent kind of stops being convincing yeah some, something like that something or just changes. funny sounding yeah. whenever he gets angry he sounds a little funny like i don't know what to do so yeah. it's just it's a little goofy sounding he's a great mm-hmm. actor though i cannot take that away from him oh yeah never will want to i think he's a solid guy and it was kind of weird because hearing his an american accent in this film it kind of brought me back to certain characters he plays in like split and stuff like that mm-hmm. or glass for that matter right which was kind of cool it just it, it just goes to show he is a strong, cool actor, but every once in a while I got inklings of um, Crumb. Whatever, what's his name? Something Crumb? I don't remember. Kevin Michael Crumb? I forget. If you remember, let us Wend- know. Wendell Crumb. Wendell Crumb. Thank you. Kevin Wendell Crumb? So, I don't remember. It doesn't matter. Different movie. Um, but uh, I, spoilers, anything else you want to talk about before we get into it? How hot was that one dude? The fat ki- the fat dude that grew up. <laughs> that dude, I, I can't look at I was just like, that dude is... So gorgeous. Holy yeah. shit. Where was he for our list of top hot guys of 2019? Right? We should have added him, but I didn't know he existed. Yeah. I want to say he looks familiar, though, and I can't think so of where. So did I. And I looked it up, and apparently I've never seen him in anything else. Oh, really? But He's so beautiful. We, You want to say you've known him your whole life. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> some might say. Uh, what is Bill Hader's line when he describes him? Something along the lines of, you look like every... Uh, <laughs> 
he looked like every European soccer player made into one person, yeah. something like that. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, they're just like, yeah, you're hot, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but he is a very gorgeous human being. There's one scene later where I was laughing because it's like, you see how hot he is, but at the same time, it's kind of a ridiculous thing that's happening to him. We can probably get into that a little bit later. But no, yeah. But, okay. and, but I will say for that actor, they did a good job because I think it's convincing seeing how the child actor of that character looks. I could totally see that for him in the future. Like, I think similar facial features. You know what I mean? I didn't really notice it until I was watching the movie. Mm-hmm. But they... The kid actors compared to their adult actors, they actually look very similar. Yeah. They, they're like, if casting directors could get Oscars, whoever did this <laughs> one should get they it. They should, yeah. Because it was, it was perfect. And I, I looked, I watched interviews after I saw the movie, and they cool. have them standing side by side, and you're just like, holy fucking shit. You, yeah, I could totally see you growing into that. That's cool. Yeah, I, I'd have to agree. I, I really would. Um, I, that's one thing I can't take away from the film. As much as I didn't enjoy it, spoilers, um, I, I will say at least the casting was done pretty well. I, there was one little thing I had to say in the back of my mind throughout the film here and there when it would go back and forth between, between the child uh, characters and the adults is that do these guys just not change their hairdos <laughs> or anything? <laughs> but there are some characters that do. We have Jessica Chastain who does grow out her hair. We have uh, James McAvoy's character who does her, his hair a little more differently. Otherwise, a lot of them kind of just look the same for the most part, yeah. you know? Um, but otherwise, I mean, really fun. They upheld the spirit of the kids in the first movie and had the grown-up versions, I'd say, pretty spot on. Yeah. I was, I was very happy with the uh, reproduction of that. Um, but otherwise, I mean... Yeah, is there anything else you want to talk about before we start spoiling uh, things? Nah, probably not. I guess spoilers. If, if you haven't seen the movie yet, I might recommend go out and see it and then come back to listen to the rest of this episode, though. Yeah, definitely. But spoiler warning starting now. Yep, okay. What do you have to say? Uh, It's really long. It's really, really fucking long. long. They could have cut out a lot of... Okay, so I feel like the reason it's long is because they kept doing that time jump between them being kids okay. and them being adults. And but at the same time, I feel like you need to do that because these are two separate movies. And even myself, I kind of don't 100% remember what happened in the previous movie. Yeah, same. Um, I can see having that. Having said that, there's that there's that moment, uh, like about a quarter of the way in, where Mike, I think his name's Mike, the the black dude. Who, yes. by the way, yeah, I didn't, who I didn't realize it until this until halfway through this movie is the same guy that does the the Old Spice commercials. Oh, I didn't realize that either. Yeah. Wow. They make him look more homely in this movie. Yeah. Very, He's very not supposed more, to look like a model. <laughs> yeah. They make him look a lot more normal. Wow. Um, like but, no goatee either, though, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but he's okay. just like, go find your totems. And yes. then they do it with one character. And then they do it with a second character. Yep. And then I think, oh, fuck. We're not, are we really going to follow each fucking character as they go find their totem? Like, holy shit. Are, are you talking about like... like it, the way I took it was that they showed like every single character have their own individual adventure as to the reason why they have to stay or the reason why they're scared of Pennywise again. Again, I understand why they have to do that, but I was just like, holy shit. That's exactly what I was thinking Especially since we already kind of did that with the intro of like Mike contacting each character. Mm -hmm. But again, you kind of need, like I can understand why they felt like they needed to do that, but I... I it it was just it was getting really it got old very quickly. While I was watching the movie, I was rewriting it saying, "Why can't we just have some of these characters experience it at the same time? 
save time by making two characters go through something. I mean, I don't think I they get could that have everything that. was personal to them. Yeah, that's but what I mean. why can't they? I mean, they all got scared together at the end of the film. But why I, can't they get scared together throughout the film I a little think bit more? It's the same answer for both Ugh. the intro and the totem search. Is you both you needed to see where they where they ended up as adults and then where that trauma came from as children. Yeah, like, like each on their own. Yeah. I guess I, I again to the to the story's credit. I guess that makes sense, but I felt like it was really not, like the um, like the Birds of Prey trailer. Not really give her, not really giving the audience enough credit. You know what I mean? Or yeah. I, I don't know if the Birds of Prey uh, trailer is the correct comparison, but I will say there are plenty of media out there, media pieces where it's just like. It's hand holding us too much. I don't need to know about every single person's individual adventure or reason why they have this certain token to- totem thing. That's just you know it. what I mean. It's just too much. I think you do. I guess, but I wasn't enjoying it. No, I agree. I hundred percent. Yeah, agree. the giant lumberjack CGI character, which looked ridiculous. Okay, so since we're in spoilers, Ugh. that I didn't real. I thought that was going to come into a play in a bigger way because okay. the it the clown says, "I know your secret. I know your secret." Like yes. during that scene, and I was like, "When is that going to come out?" What is, what is I was wondering from too. Everybody? And you finally get it, but it was like I didn't care for that answer either. Well, I, I did. Well, I, well, I was just like, "Oh shit! How did I not like?" It, it was obvious after. It turns out he's gay. Yeah, yeah. It turns out the uh, Finn Wolfhard character is gay. Yeah. Which and I was cool, like, I how guess? didn't I see this coming? I thought it kind of, I think because it blew my mind, I appreciated it. Oh, really? Yeah, I was legit like, oh. I was guessing it the entire time. Because it was cool. I was like, oh, shit, I didn't see that coming. I mean, it was nice, uh, but I honestly, I wasn't shocked by it that much. It was just more like, oh, okay, yeah, I figured as much. Just because you get the scene where they're always kind of like picking at each other, but also at the same time, they talk about fucking each other's moms. Like, that's one gag they always throw at each other. I just thought it was like a, you know, just boys nice. being boys kind of a thing, just like roughhousing and shit. That's why, that's what I thought of it, so that's why I was kind of like, oh, really? Okay, I guess, I guess he is gay. I, I guess. It didn't really hit me, and they, they, they again, it should have been obvious. There were so many signs in hindsight. He wasn't married, or he hadn't he been wasn't married, married, and stuff like that. Uh, when he, Which he, nowadays, thankfully, you don't have to be straight to be married. Right. You know what I mean? Uh there was the secret thing that he mentioned. The dirty the, little the, secret. They show yeah. a flashback to him, like when he's doing his totem search. They show yes. him as a kid uh, carving, like a like E plus, you know, whatever his initial and the dude he has a crush on's initial, like in a heart. Yes. And I'm like, that wasn't said all about. I thought it I didn't, thought it, it didn't was just complete some, the initials. Yeah. Yeah. I just thought it was some girl he was crushing on or something. Right. Um, and and, and it, it's kind of neat because you do see him as like young Finn Wolfhard, and he's at the arcade playing Street Fighter with another kid. Yeah. And you know he. Uh, and I, again, I took it as just him trying to be a bro to another kid. That's what but it I turns took out it, as it too. was kind of a crush, you know, which is great. It was cool, but at the same time, I I was shocked a little bit. But ultimately, with the answer of it, I was like, really? I, I mean, I guess it, it it was all right. It was an all right reveal, I guess, at the end. Well, here's I, I okay. could care less. I just bring that one up because sure. that's the one that blew my mind. But okay, I think cool. each character's like sure. kind of internal struggle yeah. and journey. Is necessary. Yeah, uh, yeah. Does it, it make is. for a good movie? I don't. I think it could. Okay, so here's here's the other thing. Probably better book. I don't know how true. <laughs> I don't know how true this is. Cool. The book is, by the way, uh, Stephen King losing his mind because he's on cocaine. Like, <laughs> you think the ritual of Chud shit was weird? The book is fucking weirder. <laughs> gotcha. Um, this was peak eighties co- coke coked out. Oh, Stephen so he King. was literally coked out. Oh no, that's not a joke. When he's, he wrote the book. Oh yeah, it explains a lot. <laughs> yeah. 
Got that's, you. That's for real. Speaking Those of which, facts. you get the spe- Stephen King cameo in this fo- in this film. That scene was completely unnecessary. Yeah, it was a little bit. I, I thought the bike was going to be his totem. I was okay. Yeah. This is, we're doing his. We're getting his out of the way pretty quick. Stephen King cameo. That's pretty fun. Right. But then it just. Nothing. He just rides his bike to his old house in the sewer. I mean, he could have just walked there. Yeah, there was be, no point for that scene. It's a literal vehicle for him to get to from, to get from one scene to another so quickly. I yeah. guess if you want to think of it that There's way. There's a couple of comedy bit. Uh, oh yeah, moments sure. that happen because of it, but <laughs> unnecessary. In unnecessary, a movie that's ultimately. already so fucking long, just cut that scene. Yeah, like, you don't need it. That was just Stephen King, you know, being masturbatory. I think. I, I guess I don't know. He wanted to be the next Stanley, I suppose. Maybe. I don't know. Making his his, his cute universe. little cameos. Yeah. yeah, I guess so. I, oh, but yeah, I, I totally a agree cameo with you. The Dark Tower movie. Oh really? I think there's like a poster in the background that says Pennywise or something. I'll admit, I I'm still down to see that movie. As much bad buzz as it got, I'm still down to that was see it. A really it. good trailer. I got really hype about yeah. it. Yeah, Idris Elba being Matthew in it. McConaughey, Idris Elba. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. It was a recipe for greatness and turned out to be a disaster. And apparently, yeah. And it's sort of. Uh, have you read it, The Dark Tower? Isn't it like a trilogy or something like that? It, or I, saga? It is. Oh, I, it is a saga. Okay. And I don't know how long. It yeah. actually is like the center point of the Stephen King universe. Okay. Like his, his, his expanded book universe because all of his books are connected in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like that's literally the center point that holds all the other universes together. That's kind of neat. Uh, and I think if I remember correctly, again, I haven't seen the movie. I think. Okay. So the book. Spoiler. The book ends in like a time loop kind of thing where it, it everything just kind of resets and it's, it's as though nothing ever happens. Matrix. But the book starts with him, uh, I'm sorry, the movie starts with him actually having uh, the, 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 a book. I forget what the book is called, uh, which didn't happen previously in the books. Like, he, he kind of gets it towards the end, but then when everything's... Re- so, the, the movie is kind of a sequel to the books. Even though everything resets, he's, there's this missing piece that wasn't there before. Gotcha. Okay. Huh. <sighs> Interesting. Anyway. I mean, I look forward to the movie still. I hope it's great. How much do you know about the Stephen King-averse? What's that? Okay. How oh, I know you... nothing. I've watched okay. dinner before. Prepare to be... I know about Christine. I know about Cujo. Prepare to take but a I... peek in the mind of coked out Stephen King. Sure. So, the true origin of It the Clown is actually... He's he's basically just a force, a, a god... Okay. ...who was coughed up by his polar opposite, which is like the good. Like, it's like the, the, the bad. And... This giant floating benevolent space turtle is, <laughs> this is real, is actually like the, the god of this universe, the, okay. the good side of everything. Sure. And I think he has like a stomach ache or he like burps up the evil that is it and that's how it lands on Earth. It just, pew, oh, it just flies through okay. space and that, yeah, it just kind of lands there. I'm and so- then I think in the book... They like instead of having the ritual hallucination thing in the beginning, they have it towards the end. I think Bill's the one that gets hit by the deadlights, and then he kind of gets transported to another dimension. And then the turtle. Talks it was fairly to him. early on when that happens. Yeah. Oh, in the book. I'm in sorry. In the book. Yeah. I see. And then the turtle talks to him. He's like, "You have to do the thing to beat him." And it's it's <laughs> it's fucking weird. It's awesome. I I love it, but I, it's bizarre. I will say this: I really like the James McAvoy like trip out that he has in the earlier part of the film yeah when the character mike shows him what's going on like what how to stop it yeah and all that that was kind of neat because it's like oh wow we're getting a little more lore as to what the hell is going on here and, and i kind of like that you know once upon a time an ancient culture try to you know hold it back and put it away right and all that and it's like oh wow this is an interdimensional interdimensional at least interstellar being kind of neat i would look forward to that if it wasn't dressed as a stupid fucking clown which isn't i mean it's creepy but it's also kind of laughably dumb, in my opinion. 
in the books they explain that you want to get a little closer to the mic sorry yeah in the in the books they explain it's not re- he doesn't really have a true form per se like the deadlights are are his Which true is form fair. really yeah. but they do say that he just kind of likes that form that's why he takes it a lot mm-hmm. that's, he could really turn into anything as we as the movies show but that's, he just, that's just like his favorite form for whatever reason they never really explain why i don't think gotcha i mean i i think it would be cooler if it just did look different though i mean i get that you know clowns are kind of creepy and all that ha, ha ha but i mean honestly a lot of this film was just me like i felt like i was watching monster inc rated r like it this character is just trying to find new and terrifying ways to scare people in order to gain more power i, think, I just felt i i just wasn't impressed i think that was the most i think that's the fun part of this movie for me honestly i think it's just seeing how like the writer's will take its uh reality warping powers to mm-hmm. to to, uh, to appeal to certain to characters fears yes, yes. like it's just like that was inter- that was one of the best things about the first movie and i think it was fun in, in this movie as well sure the, the I, problem is we just don't see enough of it yeah well i mean i i think i saw more than enough of it if anything i think those fears were better portrayed in the first one you got the scene where the people are building in the are burning in the building yep. i thought that was really well oh, done yeah. you have people screaming and all that for their lives and i just thought as an example that was a much stronger scene than anything that happened in this film <laughs> like Honestly, I did enjoy certain aspects of this film. Like, you get the scene where all the friends of the losers, they're coming back together again, they're meeting at the Chinese restaurant. Yeah, that's pretty and fun. Yeah, that, that was great. They're I loved that. Shit. Right up until the It stuff started happening. And it's like, what am I looking at? There's a baby caterpillar being born from a fortune cookie and there's also an eyeball crawling out of one and then there's a dead bird crawling out of one or a fetus of a bird, He's if a you will. He's a reality warping god. He could do anything. It's so, just, yeah. It just didn't appeal to me i'm sorry I, I i hate to be a downer it just was i think it was trying too hard to be You're creepy without it a, being a creepy. shape-shifting clown yeah there's gonna be some weird shit I, I will say this i just think i've seen extremely better horror films and i'm not a, a horror film aficionado aficionado i'm just saying that i've seen stuff done more simply and more effectively than a cg a poor cgi fest I'll say that. That's you what I think really, this movie was. Yeah, we've talked about this before, but like bad CGI will really take like ruin it, a movie for you. It does. It? it just it just makes it just it becomes laughable at that point for me. I'm just like all CGI uh, becomes laughable if enough time has passed. Maybe, but I will say this: Lion King looked a lot more Except convincing than this still did. Looks great. Oh yeah, Jurassic Park still. I, I can forgive Jurassic Park because of the year it was made yeah, in 1994. Terminator 4, even older than that, I think. Terminator 2. Might have been in like 1992 or something like that. I want to say you're spot on, actually. Something like that. Yeah. Jurassic Park 94. I can I can forgive CGI of that era, but if it looks just as bad today, if not worse, I'll admit, I'm not a CGI artist. I'm not. They're mm-hmm. way better at it than I am. But, I mean, even there's the scene near the end of the film where the house crumbles to the ground. It's like, can't you just hire a demolition team to just blow up a house to make it look more re- because it is real that costs budget that yeah, costs money but, but this is a big budget horror film though that's is what i'm saying though i'm looking at the actors they got for this film movies aren't really that high budget but you got james mcavoy you got bill Hader, jim yeah, carrey jessica and, chastain and what's her name the the the, the titanic lady they they did kate winslet yeah, Kate Winslet, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, an indie film, a movie that was going to make no money because mm-hmm. it was an indie film. You, getting high-profile actors doesn't mean that it's a big budget. Mm. And if anything, even if it did, that's probably where the budget would go 
to pay them. And it shows. That's all I'm saying. It just it shows a lot. It just I couldn't get behind the little antics of Pennywise in this film. I just couldn't. I loved the first one to a degree. I don't know if I loved it, but I liked it a lot more. Uh, but my, my problem with the last movie was also some of the special effects in that film. I just think special effects can be done more simply and more effectively. I've seen other films that, that hold testament to that. That's all I'll say. So Films so like The Witch, for example. Films like Hereditary and Midsummer, for example. Sure. Even Midsummer, some of the CGI. I mean, there are the trip-out scenes, which I think were, but were pretty good. Those well, were better. It, well, those... I mean, it's not supposed to look real. They're high off their ass. Exactly. So that's kind of their get 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 out of jail free card. True, but in this one, you get like the leper character, which was kind of laughable. You get the old lady, which turns you into think a the leper giant was gray. Yeah, it didn't look scary to me. The part where he's like choking him, I'm pretty sure that guy was even real. I wasn't even CGI. That was a dude in makeup. Maybe I, I I wouldn't doubt that there was performance capture being involved with that, and maybe there is actually a dude in a suit, but the face itself, I want to say, was fake. And the, the giant gray old lady that charges no, at that looked bizarre. That looked, that looked weird. That was a little much for me. You got the giant lumberjack guy with sharp teeth. That was a little much for me. I, I again, I hate to be a downer. It's just that I feel like they could have made this movie so much more cool. But I mean, it is very Stephen King. It's very Stephen King, which I think is to the film's detriment. I think they try to make the story he created in literature a movie. But maybe too much. I think they could have simplified the situation a lot more. My biggest problem was sometimes the bigger is the noise better. My biggest problem was the pacing. Oh sure, the, the pacing, pacing was another issue I had. Special effects didn't bother me. They weren't great at times. Yeah, they were downright bad a, a lot of times. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it bo- it bothers me nearly as much as it bothers you. I, I'm like whatever. It's a movie. It's not real anyway. True. Who gives a shit? True. But I mean, I, I don't know. I guess so. I I I won't even consider myself a cinephile of sorts. I just. Yeah, sometimes just bad special effects are bad special effects, and it just it it. I mean, there are plenty of movies I will. You must watch. hate black and white movies. Well, you know, You're I'll, just like, what is this shit? I'll it give look, you. A gr- it's in black and white. Have you not heard of color? Where was the budget for color? Let me make this example to you and see. I agree, disagree. I respect your opinion either way. The opening scene yours. of this film was probably one of my favorite parts of this film. That was the most brutal, without a doubt. Exactly! And because it looked fucking real. It it didn't need to have crazy, crazy demons or giant lumberjack people or giant gray ladies or a weird, deformed leper to kill someone... To, to, to make me freaked out, to make me cringe. I I had a look... Like, so, again, for those of you who have may, are still listening to this episode and have not seen the movie yet, you have this opening scene where this gay couple of modern day are being um, beaten to death, essentially. Well, one dude's getting beaten to death. Well, to, they, to death. They, they both get beaten to the ground. Well, do you one know of them's I mean? kind of just getting held down while the other one's was, getting beaten half to fucking death. Like, it, just emotionally, it hit me. It was pretty hard to see it was two hard people to who just love each other get beaten down like that. Even though... Oh. Even though it's a horror movie, yeah. and I know that things aren't pro- probably aren't going to work out very well, I was just hoping, like... Is Mike going to show up? Is somebody going to save this dude? Because right? this is not fun to watch. This is hard to watch. It's a gay couple's bad day. In the, this in is the really not, this not fun to watch right now. Yeah. It was rough. But that, I'm just saying, that scene hit me harder than anything in this, in this film. Like, I had to look away for a moment. Like, I put my hand over my eye a little bit as these two characters were getting beaten up. Like, it was bad. Like, uh, there's one scene where the character, or in that scene, there's a character that says, like, did you see, what did you do to his face? And yeah. it's like, yeah, it looks really bad. That looked super real to me. That, that hit me 
only a bit more. Because that's prosthetics. That's real. That's makeup. Exactly. And I'm just saying they could have so done something way more simply. So you want them to make Paul simply. Bunyan people for like with with real like they want to you want them to make a Paul Bunyan robot? I, I'm just saying that okay. For as far as practical effects like go, you can't compare Guillermo the two. del Toro does a lot better with with physical or with practicality. A lot okay. more, a lot, and I'm just saying, why not take a page from another person's book and apply it to this film? It probably would have been a lot better for me. So they're gonna make a Paul Bunyan robot, a giant. Realistic I'm saying, Paul don't Bunyan include robot. a stupid Paul Bunyan robot to begin with. Like that did not need to be in there. I think the leopard character limit, could have been better. That would limit its power tremendously. You would be like, what does he do? He can't. He's limited to just making shit that's kind of realistic. That, that then he's not some cosmic scary being i would have preferred cosmic scary being over everything we got other than him trying to solve no, that's psychologically what I mean. it's because he's like this cosmic ever powerful thing that he can do all these weird fucking things if they made it more grounded then he would just be like why are we afraid of him i mean at the end of the day they they come to that conclusion twice in both or once each in both films yeah which is kind of funny you know what i mean about it. yeah it's kind of the same ending twice in a way the ending's not but, very uh, great in this yeah. one i'll agree with that it too. was okay i kind of liked the 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 the, the lake jumping part that was kind of fun a little bit when they end up at the lake after everything's said and done when they clean themselves off yeah that was okay i mean i guess we get a happy ending you get you get bill haters you know his character was really kind of revealing like he's talked about that was another moment that kind of you understand why he's so sad yeah that kind of hit me a bit harder than i thought right just kind of out of nowhere bill haters a very underrated actor even though he's awesome he has his own hbo show does he barry have you Wait, heard he's in that? He's oh, the lead that's character. Right, he is. He's the lead actor. He's yes. great. I haven't I would, seen that. I should watch that. I've heard would recommend. Things. Yeah. Would recommend. If you have not seen Barry, watch it. It's okay. awesome. That's on my list. I don't want to overhype it, but it's good. The ever growing list. After Euphoria, I'll watch Barry. See, <laughs> there this you is, go. This is why I there's I have so many shows in my queue. There's always other shows that catch my attention. <laughs> oh, I will say this. Barry is a good combination of well balanced humor and also dark violence it's cool and it's not just about violence either it's just kind of like oh it just makes me feel uncomfortable about right. the situations he puts himself in mm-hmm. but that, that, that's besides what we're talking about I, I will say this to the film's credit i think it had some fun ideas some really cool ideas that just weren't executed well i think you have the scene that's it was uh, part of the trailers for this film where it's uh jessica chastain's character going to visit her old home which this old lady now resides in that pretty much plays out exactly as it does in the trailer pretty much the yeah. only thing is the trailer did one thing better and not show the terrible cgi that's all the only thing it I did guess. better and i want to say maybe it's because the tra- i watched the trailer before the film and that it took away from that scene a little bit but i felt like so you get this old creepy lady who's acting you know she seems sweet she even tells the Jessica Chastain's character, like, don't be so polite. You know, you get some some human-to-human relation going on, which is kind of cool. It was, yeah. it was kind of like, ooh, what's, okay, maybe she is not all that. Maybe she's not evil. Maybe she's just a creepy old lady. And then you get the scene where she's talking, and then she freezes frame for a moment. And like she's holding this one pose, but then instantly switches out of it. I, I did like that. But I felt like Even to in the really trailer, bring... That's really uneasy to watch. Which I liked in the trailer, but I felt in the movie... I, I honestly thought when I when I saw the trailer, when I saw that scene, I thought they cut that that hold pose for time just to make the trailer kind of keep rolling. But I felt like she could have held that part, that shot a little a little bit longer no. just to kind of bring in that more eeriness. I just wanted more from that. Like, I don't know. I feel like I wasn't. I just feel like I didn't have enough time to really soak in that scene. I take. I don't know. I take. OK, Please. I had the same. I had. I told this to Glenn the other day and I think you you and he. 
he, you and he, he and you have this in common. <laughs> What's I that? think when you see a movie, we're terrible people. <laughs> besides that, that's a given. Um, I think when you guys see a movie, you'll criticize it based on what you want it to be rather than what it is. Yeah, I'm just saying I I do agree with you and that I could see so much more going for this film and it was just again, I'm sure if I were to make the same film it would not come out nearly as well. Sure. I know that. You don't have to be a filmmaker to to have an opinion on a movie. Right. Yeah. But but I I just have to give credit where credit's due in that they made a better movie than I could have, I'm sure. But I just wish that maybe they would have just sat with some more time in the editing room, just a little bit more and maybe just realize that I don't know. Maybe we should do things a little bit differently. That's all. I mean, I think it was somewhat entertaining. I think if they were to do all of your notes on the CGI and all that stuff, it would still be a long-ass movie. Like, you're really oh, sure, being sure, nitpicky sure. about the, the CGI thing. It's I think so the bad. core of the problem is that is that it's so long. So That was I, just I, another angle to why I was trying I didn't to bring like this it. up a while ago, please, please. but then I went to yelling at you for your horrible <laughs> opinion. Um I don't know how true this is, but supposedly the director is actually working on a supercut to fuse the two movies together. And I think if they were to do that, a lot of these pacing issues would be fixed. I think you're right. (laughs) You could cut out a lot of the flashing back to the kids stuff because it would just be fresh in your mind. And I think I would love if, if they end up doing that, I would actually love to watch that and maybe see if my opinion changes, see what they do to tweak the pacing of, of the entire thing. I think that could help. I think that's the one way I would want to see this movie again. Unless someone just was like, you want to watch a bad horror movie? I'd be like, let's watch it. Chapter two. Okay. Again, it's I, not bad. I mean, I just, I think it has great aspects. I love the actors. I think they did a spectacular job for the First most part. Better. First one's way better. Um, but I, I mean, I was excited. I was optimistic. Like I said, I was, I was, cringing and trying to look away from the screen when you get these this gay couple being bashed upon quite literally unfortunately mm-hmm. and then i was having to smile i was i felt myself smiling when they're all at dinner together for chinese i love that too you have bill Hader doing random antics throughout the film which was fun also ladies and gentlemen the duality of man yeah I, I got a reaction when somebody was getting beaten to death and i also got a reaction when people were having the time of their lives right I, but i'm just saying it's really co- i think that was done really well but those were the most simple parts of the film it didn't need to be a, a a crazy ridiculous interdimensional being for it to be a likable movie for me to That's feel something for the, the film movie. i That's just the whole premise of the movie then redo it with the same actors just change the story just make it happy just make them hanging out no, no they go i the like the dark i love the dark parts of the film when when the gay couple gets beaten on i mean i i, I hated that it was happening <laughs> but i'm but i but i love that AJ, i hated it 2019 i just I i'm just the saying when the gay couple got oh now nah, don't take that out of context <laughs> no i know right that's gonna end up on some crazy thing but no 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 i'm not <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying it made me feel something more than any of the rest of the film made me feel. Um, and, and that's why I appreciate it. You didn't get it. a tear in your eye when Bill Hader started crying no, in the lake? No, no. was so I mean, sad. I was his curious. acting was really good. I was like, oh shit. His acting really, was good. It was. It's great really, in Barry really also. You feel for him. I, I, He's really upset. It's so sad. Totally agree. He lost his friend, the guy that he had a crush on, but also didn't remember because his memories <laughs> were wiped out. That part actually kind of bothered me. There's a, What's that? There was some... <laughs> They didn't remember each other oh. in, as adults until they came back, and then all of a sudden they're just like, "Yes, we are best friends. All we right. are all we've been through. All we've we've known each other for so long. Even though I just remembered we knew each other at all, <laughs> we tell fat mom jokes to each other. Yeah, all of a sudden, but it's been twenty seven years. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't gotcha. know. Like I said, for I, uh, I feel like I do this all the time. Please, uh, 
I don't mean to defend the movie like it's some pinnacle of human humanity. It's not great. I think it's fine. I don't think it's good, but it's okay. it's fine. It's fun. First one's better. I'm I'm not hating on your opinion. <sighs> I just I'm hating to on yours. That's okay. So nitpicky. I respect it. I respect your opinion. I, I, I'm just saying I, I had a little bit of fun, but I just don't think they had to do as much as they did. I think they just tried too hard, but also maybe didn't try hard enough. I think the real another issue, okay, uh, I think they tried to stay true to the book in it ways shows. that didn't benefit it, I, I mean, such as the, the bully side uh, plot that kind of just started and ended as and kind of didn't really have any major impact on the movie as a whole. You have a zombie as his driver? That was cool, That I was guess. weird. No, that was weird. That was fucking bizarre. You're yeah. like, wait a second. So there's he's, there's a, Cam- a Camaro pulls up and his dead zombie <laughs> friend is driving? What yeah. the fuck is going on? It sounds on? like Stephen King to me. I don't yeah. know. If that, is that part of the book? I, I want to say it was. I oh, don't okay. remember. It sounds like it could have been for sure. <laughs> I don't know. So weird. I mean, this is from an author who has a car that's alive and tries to kill people. Yeah. So, I mean... What do you really expect? Christine, I guess, maybe. She yeah. Got a, she got a body work done, and she's a Camaro now. I don't know. Interest. I know, right? Hey, who knows? Maybe yeah. it is all part of one universe. <laughs> but, um, I, I, but yeah, that was another thing where, where I liked that character a lot more in the first film. The bully character. Yeah. I liked him a lot in the first film. Well, I mean, I hated him, but I love that I hated him. Because, it, again, it was a simple aspect of the film that made me feel better. I didn't have to watch some CGI monster trying to beat up these kids. I just, it was man versus man. There was a also simple trope. Another weird, but, but the movie's not about that. It's about a cosmic clown well, thing. I like okay, maybe because I'm a simple-minded human being, but I just liked it. It didn't need to be some grandiose you're interdimensional like say, being. You're like saying, okay, ignore the first one was way so better. So you wanted it was the simpler. sequel to ignore it and just focus on how humans are pieces of shit. It was better. I think that's a better story. So you're just like it's more relatable. Kick, that's for kick sure. Kick out that side, the the, the well, plot of the movie. Let me say this. There are movies out there which talk, which deal with interdimensional beings, like a la Cloverfield, the first one. I think does a way better job of what this movie than what this movie did. Vastly different movies, but I'm just saying this is an other otherworldly situation done way better, way better. The CGI in that movie is not great, but also it doesn't depend it heavily well. on it either, for that matter. It's more so just the human struggle of dealing with the situation rather than these humans but that, having all these interdimensional things happening to the them constantly. That's because the movie. The monster's almost like an afterthought. The real story is them and how they're handling the situation. That's I think that not was, what this movie is at all. I think the first one was more like that, though. The first it film was more was more akin to that, I might say. Because, again, it was more man versus man, man versus nature rather than man versus... Alien, I guess, if you will. Again, but the, okay, we're talking in circles. Know. We're not, going, I, we're not I, getting I'm anywhere sorry. with this. I, I'm, I'm just saying, we, we have our different feelings, as you can see. Mm. Your opinion, let us know. Again, let at SCG Pod on Instagram and Twitter. He is. Oh, yeah, fair enough. Let me know what your, let us me, know what your feelings how are. I am. Did you I'm like not. the film? Did you hate it? Did you not care for it like I did? What did you like about it? I'd like to know. Hit us up. You can also email us once again at SCGeekPod at gmail.com. Uh, any, any closing words for this episode, sir? What are we talking I thought, about? I thought the bit where he hits uh, Bill Hader with the deadlights after he's talking shit was pretty awesome. Oh, yeah. Okay, yes. I will say that was sick. But that was like, again, the more like the mystery of it, mm-hmm. I liked that so much more. Like I, like I was talking about briefly earlier with the whole James McAvoy trip out. Yeah. That was neat. That was cool. That was something mysterious. And then you get the deadlight where all of a sudden Bill Hader just goes just limp. Freezes. That was sick. Yeah, that was I, pretty and cool. And you get the deadlights behind it, through yeah. its head and through the mouth. That was kind of cool. I, I, cool. I do, I will give the film that 
in stars. I think that was pretty well done. And then you get the spear that was it's made to kill monsters. If you that was kind of neat. Yeah. yeah, which is kind of what they do in the first one. All over I, again. I think, the, I think the climax in the first one. Again, the first one's way better than this, and yes. I think the climax especially is way better in the first one. Yes. I have to agree. Where they just beat the shit out of them with sticks and a, a pipe and whatever. Like, they just go to town they on them. Baseball bat. Yeah. They beat the a- crap out of them. <laughs> I, it's like just kids beating the crap out of a grown man. It yeah, was amazing. It was, it's really good. I remember laughing a lot when I originally saw that. Oh, my God. But it made me cough so hard. Whereas in this one, it's kind of just... It kind of just ends on a lull. Yeah. I mean, it was a cool little like little ending with the with the voiceover i guess it was all right and you get james mcavoy well, and mike mean, saying like, they like each they, other they, how they defeated it what's that i just mean how they defeated oh it. yeah no yeah, yeah it was yeah. kind of just like okay well right but the deadline was sick i wish we could have gotten more stuff like that in the film yeah. maybe that was kind of cool that was like the the pinnacle of cgi and of the film in my opinion like that's where it was like oh shit that this moment, is crazy that whole, that whole thing was pretty cool after the ritual of chud chewed chewed it's chewed Okay. Umlaut over the... Okay. Um, I can still failed. Was, oh, good. Pardon. Sorry. After it <laughs> failed, and then the, then they kind of went off on their own like little thing, kind of facing their, their fears in their own individual ways. Yeah. I thought that was fun. Yeah. And, like, there's a moment that made me laugh. <laughs> What's that? Where uh, the, the hot guy is getting buried in the dirt. Okay. And then it's it, it the clown standing over him. And he's oh. like, "Oh, those sit ups, but you're still just a oh, fat yeah. kid inside." <laughs> and then he shuts it. And it's just like that's pretty hilarious. <laughs> that was another thing I wanted to bring up, just real quick. Um, there was the, the the whole scare scene where yeah, it's it's the once chubby kid who's now super buff and everything like that. He's like getting his abs are getting etched into by it, and it's he's, just his screaming throughout that. I mean, I, the scene was kind of neat, I guess, but it was just like, "Oh, my washboard abs!" Oh! <laughs> it was just it was a little ridiculous i feel like just an excuse to see the guy with an open shirt that's kind of what it felt like to you me too I mean? like was, damn look like six pack. holy shit i right. really just wanted to show you this guy but then again i guess it is also a throwback to the first one because he has the h carved into him yeah by the bully yeah but which i was did a more see that i'm just scene. like oh i guess they really wanted to show this guy's abs <laughs> right i don't mind he got goddamn he is hot yeah. Jesus. <laughs> anyway what the hell are we talking about next week peter any uh, idea it's not a bye week is having- it we're watching uh, what the the Netflix one. What's it oh, called? Oh, Dark Crystal. Dark Crystal. That's right. There we go. That's yeah. right. The Dark Crystal mm-hmm. Netflix original series. I'm hyped for it. As am I. I still need to start watching it though. God dang it. Yeah. Which I got, will though. We've known for the past week, and you still have a week ahead of you. I I, I can do it. If I do an episode a day, I'll be there. It's all, all good. Right. All right, then. Well, that'll about do it. Again, any questions or topics, hit us up on Instagram and Twitter at SDGeekPod. Other than that, without further ado, have a great one. Peace. Later. Check, check, check. Check, check, check. Check your booty.